Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Influential You podcast. I'm Josh D'Amigo, program faculty member for Influential You and your host for this weekly podcast. At Influential You, we teach you how to take charge of your career and amplify your professional influence. Since 2009, we have helped thousands of business owners, executives, and entrepreneurs become more influential, more rewarded, and more you. Today, we welcome Corey Shepard to the Influential You podcast. Corey Shepard is the president of Sound Financial Group, where he works side by side with physicians, executives, and owners of closely held businesses who have grown accustomed to being sold by the financial industry. Annoying. Corey specializes in introducing Sound Financial Group's education model to help his clients design and build a good life. He's the author of Cape Not Required and Your Business, Your Wealth, which are both available on Amazon, and I just ordered my copy right before we started. He's also the co-host of the Sound Financial Group podcast, and they are just about to celebrate their 300th episode. He told me that it was okay to round up. They're right around 283. You have to listen to that podcast and check it out. Corey has been a guest on the podcast before, and this is a bit of a follow-up episode to continue his story. He has completed the entire curriculum here at Influential U, and I invite you to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, and help me welcome Corey Shepard to the Influential U podcast. Corey, welcome. And Corey, in our pre-show interview, you said that you have moved from chasing what everyone thinks they want to protecting what you knew brings satisfaction to your life. What? <laughs> Josh. First of all, thanks for having me on here. I, you know, doing this brings satisfaction to my life. I, I don't care if anyone else is listening. Like we could do Josh and Corey in the morning every <laughs> Tuesday at five and just pretend that we're recording and this would be a lot of fun. So uh, thanks for having me. No, it, look, I was, you know, I grew up in the height of the power of positivity and abundance kind of guru mindset and and it was this kind of more is more and if you know you should dream big and if you just want more don't want small things want big things because then you'll have them and all that and it just uh you know a lot of that in our study of money and how people can have financial independence and true happiness and satisfaction a lot of those things don't actually add satisfaction to people's lives the things that we buy with money now money's a necessary ingredient to uh to just a stable life in our country we need to hit some certain minimums in most families to have basic security but if i told you you know i get to work from home most every day uh and i don't work long days most every day i get to play with my kids in the morning check in with them at lunch have dinner with the family most most days i don't have to commute to do it i get to take a lot of trips with the family and a lot of like surprise weekends away. If I'm saying all of these things, do you really care how much money I make? Hmm. Like the only reason someone might is if they wanted to compare to see if it was more. And it's this kind of, it's this, and comparison is the thief of all joy. One of my favorite sayings, I think Ben Franklin might've said it first, uh, like our financial equations come out of an equation of the experiences of our life that are so incredibly complicated and complex that 
you know, just looking at an annual income number or a balance sheet net worth number tells nowhere near the whole story of how someone got to where they, they wanted to be. You know, I had a financial advisor that I uh, have known throughout my career that is, uh, you know, I tended to compare myself to for some, some different reasons. I saw him at a conference speaking and actually knew uh, just about how much that he was making. And it was a lot more than, than me at the time, except he was like, his parents had gotten divorced when he was young and they both had health problems. So he was basically supporting them in fully, like fully independent houses that he had purchased for both of them, all their expense. Like he had to do that to just break even on that lifestyle and those requirements. I'm like, I don't want to trade for that life. And I would never. So, uh, so yeah, I think about what is really going to create satisfaction and yeah, more money might be required, but not always. And so, uh, which right. It's funny to hear a financial guy say, hey, um, how much money you make, like depending on what you want and what your aims are, we can figure out what it's going to take to get those. And I think the first step of the conversation is to ask like, what is really going to satisfy you in your life? Because if you're going to go put all of this life energy into going to get, getting those things, like make sure you really, you really want them. There's a great book called your money or your life by Vicki Robin. Uh, I read it in, I think right around 2020 for the first time. And it, and it was one of those books that completely changed some of my thinking around finances. And for me doing what I've done for as long as I have, that's a, that's a pretty big statement. And one of the things she talked about is what is the life energy you're spending just to get these different things? And the example she gave is, okay, so you're, you got this great job because you need to earn a lot of money and then you're going to buy all these nice suits to go to this nice job and oh you got to commute an hour each way to get to that job so you want a nice car and then because you're at work an hour away from home you're spending all this extra money on lunches every day out at these expensive restaurants and so all of a sudden you have you're working a week a month just to be able to be working mm. and you all the time that you're spending to earn the money just for those basic requirements of the thing that you're doing to earn money so if you could cut all those things away, well, now you could either put away more money or spend more money on your life, or maybe you just don't need to work so hard to have a life that you, that you like. Wow. So yeah. I'm, I'm getting really excited about this, but I want to check in with you and see if I'm serving your aims in our conversation right I mean, now. It's a fantastic answer. And to sum it up, the cash isn't always greener on the other side. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, Corey, you also, and, and I love this because it leads perfectly into something else you alluded to, yeah. um, which I, I hope you'll, you'll say more. Uh, you said you hold a philosophy of prioritizing life over money in the financial planning process, and I'm sold. So tell me just a little bit more about that. I, I know you kind of alluded to it a second ago, but dive a little deeper for me. What, where, where did this realization come from? Well, so it'd be really easy if money was just math. And, uh, and math is important in money. And, you know, I was warming up for this session by listening to my wonderful business partner, Paul Adams session with John Patterson a couple of weeks ago, which because of kiddos, I mean, have a couple of kids and see how that changes your ambitions in life and, and aims. Like I wasn't able to tune in live. So I'm warming up with that. He did amazing work showing the math that we do. And we're really great at the math of financial planning and it's super important 
but it's not just math. It's math plus human behavior. And when humans get in inside of there, we are changing all of these equations with within the numbers. So I'll give you a great example. Um, I can do the math to show you that in many cases, like depending on your interest rate of your or mortgage, a 30 year mortgage is better for you than a 15 in every mathematical way, even if you want to have. Uh, you know, so basically paying off the mortgage as slow as possible to let your other assets do great work for you is often going to work out mathematically the best. But if for some reason, uh, the way your life works, like you just can't sleep having a mortgage hang over you, like you can't make it fit your mental math, then I'm not going to tell you you're wrong for wanting to pay it off as fast as possible. Like who knows, maybe paying that off as fast as possible, having more mental and emotional freedom will actually help you earn more money in other places and make up more than that, more than that difference. So that's what I'm talking about with that financial equation. It's not just about the money. It's how it all fits into our, into our lives. And it's not a linear piece either. So, you know, just because you like, just because something is a negative money consequence doesn't mean it's a bad decision. Like we just get to make decisions in our life around like people, we buy cars and that's a negative money consequence. Like that is going to cost you money and you're not making more money on that car. It's a net expense, but there's, but there's nothing wrong with that if it fits into our financial plan. So you get to make those choices all over the place. It's not just about making the 100%, you know, optimized money answer every single, every single time it's got to fit into what works for your for your life. That's fantastic. And it, it's good because it justifies to my um, own life that PlayStation 5 was worth the investment. It kept me off the streets drinking at night and spending <laughs> money. I tell you, it's and I just play Rocket League, so I really don't do much with it, but I, I got it. So, Corey, uh, it's mean, really good to hear that. And I, I like the idea of it's, it's not, not the craziest thing I've ever heard, Josh. Like <laughs> you stay on playing PlayStation instead of spending money at the bars and taking our, you know, years off of your liver's life. Yeah. I mean, sure. That could, you might be onto something. (laughs) That's great. Brought to you by Nintendo. Now, now I, I love this Corey because it's, it's fun to have someone who's already been on this. And and when I first got to influential you, you were just towards the end of our curriculum. And I'd love to hear, um, take us back before, how did you find out about influential you? How did you even hear about us existing? So, you know, Paul and Kirkland, so Paul Adams, my business partner and Kirkland Tibbles, one of the founders of influential you, if folks are listening and don't know those names, uh, knew each other 20 years ago. And, and so that relationship brought Paul into influential you. And then our relationship, he brought me and, you know, he introduced me. So that's, that's how it was really simple. And, and we pretty quickly got our entire organization steeped in the distinctions of, of influential you and transactionalism, because it is just super useful and like actionably useful in a, okay, I'm in this situation and what might I want to do next kind of way, which a lot of programs, I mean, I've done everything in personal development, a ton. And some of them are super inspirational 
and get you some get you some juice and that's great but not a lot of them really help with uh okay i'm here now what should i do like the the personality type distinctions is one of the most actionably useful things that i use almost every i think it's safe to say every day in my day-to-day -day life in thinking about how i react to people and strategizing about building a transaction that's going to be really useful for for everybody so that's that's a huge one uh, i do want to say that you know for everybody listening i hope you know there are some folks but again it's if it's just you josh then that's all i care about although you said your mom is definitely listening guaranteed. right guaranteed Probably. i think guaranteed. i hope mine mine is too so <laughs> maybe our moms are like really happy behind the scenes right now like look where we've look where we've come. But if I sound really put together and like, I've got it all figured out, that's only because that's how you want to sound on a thing like this. But I would just want to say I don't. And because I don't doesn't make me special either. Like no one does. And that's because a human being is a uniquely emergent phenomenon. Like we're always becoming, we've never became like we're always moving and, and changing. And it was fun for me to listen to my conversation with John five over five years ago now, because the first thing, you know, at the very beginning, he asked me that, where do you, where do you live right now? And I said, Oh, that's a complicated equation because it's Seattle right now. But in a few weeks I'm moving to Chicago. Like that was before I moved into this wonderful house that we're in now and found this wonderful life that we have. And we didn't, we didn't want to move. We were forced to move for my wife's career. You know, residency match is like uh, Tinder meets the draft. You you date a lot of programs and then they tell you where you're going to go. And so, uh, so there was so much different in my life. You know, of course, this global pandemic thing hadn't happened yet, but I hadn't had the two kids that I'm having now, so that I have now. So a lot has changed. And, you know, being an ambitious adult, which is, one of the major distinctions of influential you doesn't mean that you no one it doesn't mean that you're working harder than everybody else mm. in fact i hope someone could come to influential you to learn it's not about working harder working harder is not gonna gonna do it like at some points of time you're gonna have to work hard but working harder is not the only answer uh and so you know, so it's not working harder, but it's also, uh, it's not like wanting more than everybody else. Being an ambitious adult just means you don't let the world just inflict you with whatever it's going to inflict you and then deal with the consequences. You get out ahead of planning for the kind of life that you wanted to live. And if someone came to me and said, Hey, I want to be ambitiously lazy. Like I want to be an ambitious adult that gets to plan for sitting around all the time and not doing much. Well, That'd actually be a kind of a fun thing to plan because that's hard to do if you're going to take care, really take care of all of your finances and your financial independence and then organize your life so that you have a ton of freedom. That's a pretty cool, that's a pretty cool thing. So, um, so that's a thing that's changed for me in my, in my life. Uh, somewhere in my late teens, early twenties, I, I hit the fast forward button and I was moving at full speed. And some cool things came of that. Like Danielle joked, like I had a 10 year plan to, you know, write a book and I did it just, you know, like a year and a half after creating the plan. Like I was early, really early on the 10 year plan. 
know, for a lot of my life, I was the youngest person in the room in most of the settings that I was was in. And I've only not, that's only just started to not be the case over the last few years. And so, you know, that surging set me up for a lot of the freedom that I have now. So I wouldn't have wanted to do it any other way. And I'm really changing my mindset from how can I do the most amount of things to how can I do only the really important things mm. and leave a lot of freedom and, and space in my, my life? Cause that's what really serves my aim. Like now that I have children, like that's a really important distinction in my, my life. A really important aim is to do a really good job and turn out some people that are going to add good things to the world, not subtract from it. And so that takes up a lot of time. I mean, with two kids, quiet time doesn't happen by accident. You really have to strategize and plan around that. Um, yeah. But just because I have two kids doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I can't do other things and other important things and create amazing things. Like that's where some of the work of influential you is really important. Of like, what are your aims and how do you fit those aims together? But you don't just figure them out once. Like know thy aims is another super important distinction and in influential you that isn't one time figure out your aims, write them down and you're done. Know that aims really means check in with yourself and, and know what your aims are. And don't just cause you set an aim once, don't just keep chasing it forever. Cause you told people that that's what it, what it was. Now don't just change your aim cause it gets hard. <laughs> don't do, do that. Like if you're doing a thing, and you're feeling challenged, uh, that's not the time to change. Like I would rather change on the, when you're feeling good, like when you're feeling good, you have satisfaction. Now look around and say, is this going to keep being my aim or do I need to, do I need to change it? But don't just ch change, you know, don't just chase the aim. Cause you, you said it, like you can say, this is a season of my life. That's going to be different. Like I know because of the choices I made and the aims that I put first, that, there's some things I, like I'm not going out late a lot because morning yeah. is coming yeah. with kids. I am not going to play video games as much as I did when I was younger. Although I got to sneak some time in when I, when I can't, you got me thinking about that. Zelda tears <laughs> of the kingdom. One of the best games that's ever been, been made in my opinion, <laughs> but I don't get to, you know, I know I don't get to play it very much because I have these other, aims that are going to bring more satisfaction to my life. Like there was a time when I could have sat around all weekend playing a video game that I, that I like, that's not going to happen for a lot of years now. And that's, <laughs> that's okay for, because ultimately I know that time with my family is way more enriching and exciting than the coolest video game for, for me. And that's not a choice that I, I know people that would not agree with that. And they're wonderful people and and I right there's not anything wrong with us both holding those completely opposite <laughs> views of life and kids and all right that's the beauty of this figuring out your aims and what's going to make the most satisfaction in your life it's a really different equation for for everybody and and that's the work that we do in sound financial group is to say how do we help figure out what those aims really are and then marry the financial aspects so those two can go go together. And so, yeah, you know, I was playing tennis with a, with a neighbor and 
we made up a little game and not normal tennis kind of game, but a few extra rules to just make things fun. And I was telling him like, well, well, with these rules, like I actually want to just like hit it as hard as I can every single time. And that's the kind of a weird thing to do. He's like, I can tell that you, uh, you like to optimize systems. And mm. it's like, yes, we love to optimize systems. We love to find, okay, you say you want this, we'll help all these other pieces contribute to that as, as quickly as possible. Like that's a really fun game to play. And now we're getting back to this satisfaction where I get to sit here and work with clients all across the country, helping to optimize those systems for their life. And then shoot back to my family. Like I just get to go back and forth between people I love all day. It's an amazing, it's an amazing life. So again, as long as I'm taking care of my financial responsibilities, I'm saving enough money for the future. Like, do you really care how much money is involved with that when these, all these other amazing things are, are happening? Like that specific number yeah. doesn't really matter if all those other things are being met. It's so good. It's so good, Corey. And I, I hear so much in there and unpacking all of it. I'll, I'll just start with this. It sounds like you have an answer for how to think accurately about the things that come up in your world. And as we talk about every problem uh, once solved becomes a new problem that must be solved. And so right. how do we, how do we, you know, once I've hit that aim, well, now I've got a new problem. I've got a new aim that I've got to find. And it sounds like what you learned at Influential U is a, a bit about figuring out what it is, thinking accurately about what you're looking to gain in many conditions of life, and then building the process to get there and then reinventing. And, and uh, anything to, to kind of wrap that up and put a bow on that? Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think that, I think that one of the huge distinctions is just that, like, it's, you know, even if you're being, let's say I mentioned ambitiously lazy, kind of as a, as a joke, like if you're doing it right, even it's never losing awareness. Like, even if your aim is to spend as little time working as possible, which, which to be clear, that's not my aim yet. And for my business partners listening, that's not my aim yet. We are open for business. I have room for more you know, to meet with clients. Um, but let's say someone was trying to be as ambitiously lazy as possible. Well, that actually takes a lot of focus and intention because you're, you're planning your life around keeping as many things out that don't need to be there. And, and I would say it's a good pursuit. I wouldn't call it lazy. I would just call it ambitious to say, mm. we want to do, you know, as a, as performers, like we want freedom. And like, I just, I just want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. But what that takes is some intentional removing of freedom in certain areas to give me more freedom in others. So I've got commitments to my team and my partners around meetings we're going to have at different times of the, the week. I make mm -hmm. commitments to clients. Like I know on Thursday at 9am, there's nowhere else I'm going to be, but in a meeting with a specific person that I've committed to, cause I have to, to make my business work. I have to make my, uh, my integrity, my committedness seem like magic. Like my word that I'm going to do something is like, it's already happened. Like that's, yeah. that's a prerequisite. So I do, I actually take away a lot of freedom in certain spots in my life, but 
it's this weird distinction. I, I only do it when I choose to. Like I'm only doing it because I'm choosing to give away my freedom in those sections of time to have all kinds of freedom in in these other ones. That's and so, so, so that's you know, so intention and uh it, but also some non-attachment like yeah. we don't control as much as we think we do like yeah. we have very little actual control over what's happening out in the world we only have control over how we respond and so so we just always got to be thinking about our our responses and say like i'm going to do all the things i can to give the best chance of this thing that i want to have happen happen but I got to be the more okay I can be with when it doesn't go exactly how I want, the more it'll end up the way I want it anyway. Mm, that's so good, Corey. And I can tell you're passionate about it. And we're going to come back and talk more about it in just a second and find <laughs> okay. out how everything's going now. So we'll be back in just a second with the rest of Corey's story. And we want to make sure that you know that the Influential You podcast is brought to you by Thrive. It's Influential You self-guided training. Thrive is the on-ramp for the acclaimed business curriculum professional consulting, and career development programs available from Influential U. Our primary advanced and mastery curricula are available by application only, but with Thrive, you can start learning today. Thrive is a professional self-development program that lets you learn at your own pace. Thrive members enjoy weekly live e-coaching sessions and an ever-expanding library of exclusive video lessons taught by our faculty, consultants, and industry experts. You'll get proven proprietary tools to accurately assess your career, build your business, and develop a realistic strategy to achieve your aims faster. Your Thrive subscription also includes chat access to influential you consultants, plus discounts to our transformative conferences. Sign up today and use promo code 30days to get a Thrive self-guided training subscription free for 30 days. That's coupon code 30days. For links or to find out more, you can click the link in the show notes for this podcast or in the U.S. or Canada. You can text the word THRIVE to 805-262-9008 and we'll send you a registration link again right to your mobile phone. Right, once again, you can text the word THRIVE to 805-262-9008 and cancel at any time. Welcome back. Now, Corey, I love kind of where you're going with all of this. It sounds like it's been incredibly impactful in, in many different ways. You're waxing very philosophically, but bring it to me in, in a real term. Like yeah. life was like this and now it's like this. It sounds like you've found more freedom. Uh, it sounds like you've gained more of what you really want and less of just doing the things that everybody else was doing to get ahead. Am I close on that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, since I started participating in Influential You, uh, I have grown my income in amazing amounts. I haven't looked recently, but it might have been two two doublings. Like it's it's been it's been a huge growth. We have a lot of opportunity to do things with our you know in our with our families and be generous out there in the world and have a lot of freedom of of time. Like it's been amazing. Of course. It's not just the money because I know people who are making a lot of money and wrecking their lives because of it. And that's not what I, what I want for, for my life. Like, I know a lot of financial advisors that have amazing, amazing balance sheets, but their family fell apart because they weren't, mm. they weren't around. And so I never wanted, wanted that or they're in it. They're in a team of people, but those relationships are, are afraid. So I mentioned that we have 
our whole organization just steeped in the distinctions of, of influential use. So, you know, thinking about different personality types, excelling at different activities, thinking about getting help that has all broadened our, our perspective on how to run a business to the point that we can have, you know, members of the team in Seattle, Denver, Chicago, New York, uh, we can work with clients remotely all across the country. And we were doing that before everyone found out was what Zoom was in 2020. <laughs> you know, uh, like it's an amazing life that that we have. Uh, I mean, what is Influential Use? One of their taglines is make more work less. That's happening like that. Yeah. So if you're listening and you've not encountered this education before, like, it is a very practical way to think about step-by-step, step, how do I make more work less? And the work less, you know, I don't want to act like I don't like working. That, you know, part of it is when you know your aims, you know what makes you happy. Well, you might, I have weeks where I spend a lot of time on the phone with clients, but these are people who are, dear friends in my life, some like family, some actually family, some, you know, that I've just met, but we were having a great time. It doesn't feel like work to me anymore. Mm. It's just a thing that I'm, and I'm doing. So that's the other part is when you're centering in on your, your aims and you think about the activities that actually add energy to your life and, and make you happy. You know, I just get to, I get to spend a lot of my time having great conversations with people, getting deep with them and, solving those those equations to make their life work out well like it's yeah. incredible well and it sounds like you know one of the things that you said at the beginning was you didn't want to sound too confident but the truth is is that when you're incredibly competent it kind of makes it hard because if you know where you're going you know people will ask you for directions and and corey yeah. i think what I'm, I'm listening to you is that you've become incredibly competent in the things that you offer your clients which has led to the confidence but also, uh, it's it's really fun because like you're you're walking the walk, you're talking the talk, and you're being able to use your mm -hmm. natural skill sets as that performer personality to build the relationships and get paid for what you're really good at and what you like doing, which yeah. is the peopling. Um, anything to say and, and add to any of that? Because what I hear from you is not just like confidence for being on a podcast. I hear someone who's really at work achieving the things that will satisfy your own life not what everybody else tells you, you you might need. I would add that it's not just, it's not like saying I'm only going to do the things that make me feel good and not do any of the things that, that don't because they're like, there's playing to your personality strengths, but of course the human being as that emergent phenomenon, our ego by definition, our ego is trying to protect us against danger and to the ego change any change is dangerous it's uncertainty we don't know where it doesn't know what we we want so uh any like even a thing doing activities that are going to make us more successful and have more things in our life all the things that we want there's going to be a little voice in your head that's screaming don't do it just stay small and like you are now and don't stretch yourself because that's safer so a thing I'm playing with now, again, pretty new and I'm, and I'm working on it, but I, I'm thinking like 
if my ego is making me feel less important, I'm probably doing it right. Like I'm probably stretching my myself and getting myself out there and challenging myself to do something new because only doing things that we're really, really comfortable with, that's a dangerous place to be too. Like, yes, play to your strengths. Try to do as many activities that make you more energetic. But like, I'll give you an example. I love talking to people. I hate asking for help. Mm. Like that, right? That asking for help makes me feel like I'm, you know, my ego, like I'm not competent and cool. I must not have it all together if I need this, need this help. And so, you know, if I'm talking to a person and I say, you know, one of the last things I wanted, my ego wants to do is admit that I can't do it all on my own, but we know we can't do it all on our own. Everything we want comes in groups. This group of influential you is the extension of our brain that, that we can all rely on. And so asking him for help is super important. You know, uh, in the con in conferences, what is, what John and Kirkland do almost every time they say, Hey, here's how to ask for a referral. Could we have your referral? Right. And, <laughs> and this is a group of really competent people growing like crazy. And it's okay that we want to all do it, do it together. So yeah. that's a practice that I'm, that I'm in. Like I can talk to person, I can help them, but to say, Hey, uh, anybody, you know, you think would also benefit from the work that we, we do. Like, that's actually a hard thing for me to ask because of all the stuff that goes on in my, goes on in my head. Right. But yeah. here's the crazy thing about it. Like for the, if, you know, if any clients of sound financial group are listening, like it's our job to help you have financial independence and a good design and build a good life. But if we get you 30 years into the future, sailing into the sunset with everything you ever wanted, but none of the friends, family, and people you care about the most got to come with you, well, then did I really do my my job? Like we do our best work in communities. Selfishly, I don't want to have blind dates or talk to strangers. Like I'd rather talk to a friend of someone I already knew and we're already in, in community. But I also want to help all the people that I already know and love get everything that they want. So it's actually a really amazing transaction for me to ask for introductions from from clients because it's not about me it's a it, i mean yes i do need the help to grow our our business but then i can it's also a win-win which is the best kind of, of right. transaction so that's an example of like you gotta still do things that make you uncomfortable to have this life work out like please don't miss on miss here and say just i sit back and do nothing challenging like one of my favorite distinctions is called the hard easy doing if you do it, what at first seems easy, the rest of your life will be hard. But if you do first the thing that seems hard, the rest of your life will be easy. That's good. That's good. Well, and that four letter word help, right? Like it's so hard to use. I know for myself, it's, it's, it's a struggle. And I, I've been thinking about that a lot, lady, of, of, of why is that four letter word so hard to use help? And I think, Corey, you've, you've kind of summed it up. I, one last thing that we love to do on these shows, and I feel like you've already given a wealth of knowledge already yeah. on kind of how we look at money and how we use that tool. Um, but I'd love to hear, I'd love to give you kind of the, the teaching role now and to teach me okay. something that I may or may not know about it, transactional competence when it comes to uh, our money and, and kind of what you guys offer at Sound Financial Group. Because it sounds like we're very similar in the sense of it's not just for people 
uh, that want, you know, satisfaction in one thing. It's people that want satisfaction everywhere, which is probably why we're such good partners in all that we do. Uh, teach me something about transactional competence and kind of your expertise Ooh. in the world of money. Oh, this is a fun, this is a fun one. I'm trying to, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like low hanging fruit there, but I'm kind of trying to think of something fun, but really, really uh, maybe widely applicable. Uh, okay. So let's talk about retirement. And okay. uh, so in our country right now, most folks who work for large employers are auto enrolled in 401ks that are pre-tax accounts. So that means the money comes out of your paycheck. It, a pre-tax account, a traditional 401k IRA, it's kind of like a time machine on your paycheck because it takes it out of your paycheck now, travels it forward in the time machine sometime in the future when you take the money out. And at that point, you will pay all the taxes then that you didn't pay today because it got taken out of your check first. So the rationale behind that is, uh, take it, you know, don't pay taxes now, save it for the future when you can pay it you know, when you're at a lower tax bracket in retirement. But the question is uh, lower than when, because if you're somewhere between 25 and 45, you're probably on an upward trajectory of your income. So I mm. would say for most people, like I talk to doctors about this all the time, they're still in residency or finishing their training or they just come out and they've just jumped up in their their income and i say well you know 30 years from now are you likely to be closer to level or somewhere up from here and, and everyone is like well of course somewhere somewhere up so could be that in your 20s 30s and maybe even 40s you might be at the lowest tax bracket you're ever going to be again in your life so it probably make a lot of sense to pay the tax now and put it into something like a Roth, if you could, where it'll grow tax free for the rest of your life or until you want to use it. And then, uh, and then on the backside, like once you've hit somewhere in that peak earnings, like if you're for sure in the last two, three, four years of your working career, that might be the best time to fully flip that on its head and defer as much of that income into something like a 401k as possible so that we can do a bracket bump down and say, okay, well, in a few years, you're going to stop earning this. And if you've done a really good job of saving, like you, we might be able to engineer you to a much lower tax bracket then and drip that money out over time. But the, because of required minimum distributions, if someone has the bulk of their assets in pre-tax accounts, when they reach 65, chances are they will pay a higher tax on it than they would have would have needed to. So it's, it's this kind of too much of a good thing is too much of a good thing. It's all about Sorry. finding those right proportions and see, this is where I really love messing with that puzzle and optimizing yeah. those systems to say, how do we find that, that right track to pay the right amount of tax now, or, or get the most use of the money now and get the most use of it later. Yeah. And that customer intimate approach means that you probably need to book a time to talk with Corey about your specific situation. So Michael T, I'll have you put up the website for uh, Corey Shepard and everybody over there at Sound Financial Group. And that website uh, below, I'm sure it's going to pop up, sfgway.com, soundfinancialgroupway.com. Make sure you check them out. Corey, thank you so much for being on the podcast. My pleasure. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you this summer.
Yeah, same here. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Now, if you'd like to know more about us, you can go to InfluentialU.Global and explore our courses, consulting, and conferences. We offer a four-year curriculum for those seeking an advanced experience. However, if you're brand new to InfluentialU, we recommend you start with Thrive. It's our self-guided training. Thrive is a self-guided program that lets you learn at your own pace. Thrive members enjoy weekly live e-coaching sessions and an ever-expanding library of exclusive video lessons with our faculty, thought leaders, and industry experts. You'll get proven proprietary tools to accurately assess your career and develop a realistic strategy to achieve your aims faster. Your membership also includes chat access to faculty plus discounts to our transformative conferences. Sign up today and you can use promo code 30DAYS for a free 30-day test drive of Influential Use Thrive program. That code is 30DAYS and you can cancel at any time. 30DAYS. Thank you so much for listening today. Each week we stream live at 2 p.m. Pacific on our website, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube so you can easily share with others. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or any place that you get quality podcasts. Next week, we welcome writer, film producer, and author Kelly Woyan to the Influential You podcast. And I've been working with Kelly for about seven months now, and I can tell you she has got a fantastic story that you won't want to miss. Check out our show notes for links to connect with our guests, plus links to websites, books, or special downloads that we talked about on today's episode. This podcast was made possible by the Influential You staff, faculty, and members all around the world with a special thanks to our executive producer, Tyson Crandall, and contributions from John Patterson, Michael Teehee in the booth. Thank you, Michael. Joey Anderley, Daryl Anderley, Paul West, and Liz Smiley. A special thanks to our guest, Corey Shepard, and two big I love you, thank you so much to Cheryl Shepard, Corey's mom, and Sherilyn D'Amigo, my mom. Thank you for listening. The Influential You podcast is produced by Influential Influence Ecology, LLC in Ventura, California. This episode was recorded on June 14th, 2023. The podcast theme is by Chris Standring entitled Fast Trained Everywhere. And if you haven't yet offered a rating or review, I ask that you take a moment, go to iTunes or your podcast app and let us know what you think. This helps us more than you know. And we'll see you next week on the Influential You podcast.